K-Talk, Can We Talk? I am your host, Elijah Wright. And I'm definitely super, super excited to have you back here on CTP. We discuss various topics, as you guys may or may not know, that make some people very uncomfortable and others highly intrigued. Um, And before anything, this is a faith-based podcast. Um, Christ will always be the firm foundation in which we stand on here at CTP. Now, on this episode, we will be discussing, drumroll please, (laughs) single motherhood and how it is I guess looked at um, just from the church aspect and, you know, just society. Um, And to help us with that, I would love to introduce Miss Sydney Powers. Y'all give it up for her. Hey. Sydney is a single mother obviously, um, that just graduated from Sam Houston State University Yes, in December of 2022. So she's a recent grad, y'all. Recent grad, recent grad. And she has a bachelor's in mm-hmm. criminal justice. Mm-hmm. Y'all, without further ado, Ms. Powers, welcome to Cave Talk. How Thank are you? Thank you. I'm good. How are you? Thank you for having me. It's- uh, okay, not not the not the properness. Come on. <laughs> it's a, it's okay to be you on Cave Talk podcast. Of course, no, no. <laughs> no. but no. Why does it seem like single mothers have a hard time dating? Mm. That's a good question. That's a good question. Um, I feel like it's because. We already, I guess, have, like, this idea of, like, what it is to, like, be a parent or, like, we already know what we need in, like, a spouse to be a parent. Um, I don't want to say, like, we're independent, but we're kind of, like, independent. As a single parent, we're, like, taking care of our child by ourselves. And so we would have to have that other person that kind of, like, is, like, equally supporting or equally able to take care of a child or household with us so if we're not able to find that match then it's kind of it's just kind of hard we already like have an idea of where we want to go in our lives and like if someone isn't matching that then it's it's just it's really hard (laughs) so are are you speaking from the sense of what you feel like you guys need or what you know you need. And the, the only reason I ask that then is because, um, you know, in, in Jeremiah, um, mm-hmm. it's about, you know, the heart being deceitful. Mm-hmm. So just going off of that uh, alone, it's like, okay, well, 
is this what your heart really wants or mm-hmm. you know you you get what I'm trying to say yeah yeah I feel you I feel you um I think it's a little bit of both actually so I think obviously we have our own desires of what we think that we want but then we also have like things that we need um so like in a household you're a single mother but you're like trying to date but you need to find someone that's gonna again like lead a household like if you're a single mother you're looking for like a man of god that's gonna lead the household in the proper way so like i'm i'm a mom but i can't take the role of like a dad or like i can't take the role of like a man so like my son he's gonna always need like a man and a woman like i can teach him how to be a son from a mom's perspective but i can't teach him how to be a man's from a man's perspective so i feel like it's both like Obviously, we have our own desires, but there's also needs that need to be, like, met as well, if that makes sense. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it does, okay, yeah. okay, 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 <laughs> So, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Um, what has been your experience as a mother um, in the church? Mm. That's a good question. Um... So at the beginning, I feel like I was getting a lot of like side eyes um, because I'm a single mother and I don't have a ring on my finger or like I'm not married. So I think it just depends on obviously the church and the environment. Um, Obviously, as Christians, we're called to be Christ-like. And so um, we shouldn't necessarily be like looking at someone differently or side-eyeing someone but I did experience those things at the beginning of my like pregnancy or beginning of like when my son was younger um so yeah um I didn't have the best experience with church having a single I mean having a child and being a single single mother but now my experience is much better I feel like I found a community that understands and um is open to the idea and doesn't like judge me in that aspect so would you say in like the the earlier, I mean your your earlier church mm-hmm. days, like you felt like you were judged? And the so I, I guess let me give you context as to where this question really came from. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen um, relatives of mine, um, single mothers, um, like you said, no ring on the finger. Um, go to church and you know there were some of the older members that pretty much like in a sense kind of shunned them away yeah exactly um and you know pretty much was like oh you're going to hell Mm -hmm. you had sex before Mm -hmm. (laughs) now you're pregnant like yeah you know and and pregnancy isn't something you can always hide like you know there's some women that can be pregnant and they can get away with it because they might be like you know and I don't want this to sound disrespectful, mm-hmm, but you know, they, they can be kind of like bigger. And so, you know, to just a regular person, it's like, well, you're not really changing anything. You're not wearing bigger sweaters because you've always worn bigger sweaters. Yeah. Versus somebody that's a little more petite. Well, mm-hmm. why are you wearing big clothes now? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's more obvious. Yeah, definitely. Um, and so... It's like I've I've had those relatives that's been shunned away from the church yep. because of how this mother yeah. of the church treated them or how somebody 
in the congregation gave them a side eye or right. just made them feel as if they were less than because they're pregnant. Right. And it's it's like, man, is that what the church is? Right, like, right, right. Is that what the church has come to? Right. And I think we were talking about this on a uh, live or something with Alexis. Um, I feel like single mothers have it kind of hard or mothers in general have it kind of hard because we have um, like visible proof of our sin. Right. So like mm-hmm. everyone else is can be not I'm not going to say they are, but anyone else can be sinning. But we don't know what they do behind closed doors. And there's not necessarily like evidence or proof of their sin. But me as a single mother, my son is proof of my sin so now people like that may open a door for judgment because i have proof of my sin right here but we don't know what you do behind closed doors Mm -hmm. yeah so and you know that that actually just went into another question i was going to ask which was what are some difficulties that mothers face that men don't understand or realize Mm, that's good (laughs) i think also just like kind of like the judgment so i feel like single mothers get a bad rep like for being single mothers but like maybe guys kind of like get off the hook I, feel, I don't know but I feel like single mothers oh, like, yeah. have a bad reputation like I feel like there's a bad connotation with being like a single mother but like for a guy it's just like quote unquote like the norm right so I feel like that's definitely hard to take that as a single mother like it, it was it was equal doing you know but the women take like the fault towards it like we can be looked at as like promiscuous or whatever the case may be but nobody actually knows the truth like no one knows like what we're going through no one knows what happened in that situation but we always get the side out we always get the looks like no matter what yeah and i i think for me you know it's it's actually interesting that you said that because um today i i put up a post um that said, if she's good enough to sleep with, then she's good enough to make a wife. Mm-hmm. Um, ladies and women of God, y'all better wake the heck up. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I actually—it's funny that you even said that um, because I—I I, I agree with that. Um, obviously, I'm—I'm I'm not a dad. Mm-hmm. Yet. Um, but you know, just from being around. Again, family members um, that's been or that is in that position, men-wise, it's like, yo, like, y'all Negroes really get, like... Yeah. (laughs) Like, y'all got it sweet, They got it. They get a dap up, like, a congratulations. (laughs) Yeah, and then, then, boy, y'all get mad as heck when you you get put on child support. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like dog like and so so like it's 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 crazy and you know like even to all you know the fellas that may encounter this you know I, I urge you like yo if she's good enough to sleep with mm-hmm. put a ring on it mm-hmm. like it's trust me all, all that other stuff can wait cause y'all are tripping let me tell you I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to be booed up, booed up, beat out up, booed up in a life of no sin, though. Yes. Like, what? Like, that's that's just so crazy. But, yeah, like, I, I personally do feel like um, men just get, like, 
the the risk and mm -hmm. it's like you know well it's okay you know but then it's like no it's not because they go out and then have yeah. three other kids mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. um so so yeah i man <laughs> my god so mm, this this might be too personal um and you might not even want to answer this question you don't have to I, mm -hmm. again, you don't have to answer this question mm -hmm. uh, if there was one thing you could go back in time to change what would that be, if any? Mm, that's a good question. And and I, I and I say if any because um I know like well I don't know, but I've heard like yo, like it was it was it was so much shame when yeah. I was pregnant and you know I didn't want to do this or I didn't want to do that or like mm -hmm. I was depressed or mm -hmm. you know I've heard those stories yeah I've also heard the flip side of those stories to where it's like yeah but I've gained that's something. exactly what I was about to say that's literally exactly what I was about to say yeah you know and so yeah. it's, it's like I feel like that's kind of like a, a trick question because yeah. yeah actually I don't even want you to answer that because I just thought about it because it sounds like a trick question. Like you regret. No, no, happens, exactly. It's not really. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say. I was gonna say. I don't. I don't actually take anything back. Actually, like I wouldn't change anything. Although, like, people may think that. Oh yeah, I, I go back in time and wish I didn't get pregnant. No, I like. I actually wouldn't change anything. Although, like, I went through. I went through so much. Um, mm -hmm. but like, obviously, it made me like into the person that I am today. Like, I wasn't as strong. I was definitely weak-minded before, and like. Now I've just, like, completely changed. I have, like, resilient strength. Like, there's just, like, a lot that I gained throughout this whole process that I wouldn't have had. So I don't think I would change anything. So what what do you think, um, top, what, what are your top three things that you've gained mm -hmm. throughout this whole process? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... Definitely number one is faith. Um, my faith was very shaky before. Um, I grew up in the church, but I never had a personal like relationship with Christ. So obviously, like when something like this happens, your faith is like strengthened because I was like down, like bad, like at the bottom. Like I had nobody, I had nowhere to go, nobody to turn to. And in that moment is where I found Christ, like at the bottom. Like mm. it was the only person that I had. And the only person I could turn to um, literally like saved my life. So um, definitely faith was just like strengthened. And so that was, yeah, that's a big one. Um, and then I think just like um, my heart posture as well, but maybe that is tied into faith, but just like my heart posture when it comes to things. Now I see people like, because we all fall short. And so before to be completely honest, maybe I was the one maybe side-eyeing people, like, looking mm -hmm. at them like, mm, like, mm -mm, what are they doing? Like, why are they, you know? And so now, like, it's kind of, like, switched, and I just have, like, this, like, I don't know, like, my heart posture is, like, well, we all fall short, so 
I have I like I have no room to judge anybody for what they're doing or what they've done or anything like that. Um, so I just I think my eyes were open. It's like we we're not here to judge anyone. Like what they're going through is going to be their story that is going to be their testimony one day. So I'm not here to judge anyone. Um, and then I think like strength as well, like strength and resilience as well, because um, and I think character, just all of that. Um, once you go through something that's just like so traumatic and just like crazy like that like your character changes your strength changes um like who you are as a whole like it just completely changes like I was completely broken down so that God could rebuild me into a new person so yeah mm-hmm. my God. broken <laughs> down broken down so oh, he could God. rebuild me amen <laughs> how was the how was the rebuilding process Ooh, it was hard it was definitely like a valley period for sure. Um, I was in just like isolation and, <clears throat> excuse me, just like a lot of isolation, deep prayer, um, worship. And just like, like I was just in such a place of desperation where I was just like seeking his face, like just running after him. Nothing else mattered to me except for like, I just wanted to like seek his face and just be in his presence um, because I was just in such a low place and nobody else could satisfy anything. Nobody could like make me happy. It was only his presence that like brought me any type of like satisfa- satisfaction or like peace or like happiness. It was only found in him, but the Valley stage was definitely hard. <laughs> mm-hmm. So who, who was that? Okay, let me ask you this because mm-hmm. I I want to I want to shift your perspective on the valley. Mm-hmm. What was the beauty in the valley that you didn't know in the time was imperative for you to experience? Mm. I would say just faith. Once again, like just faith. Um, in my testimony video, I was talking about how, um, like, if we talk about Jesus wept, like, um, Jesus already knew that he was going to resurrect Lazarus, right? And so um, Mary and Martha were crying because their brother just died, like, passed away or whatever. And they were like, you know, like, God, where are you? Like, where were you? Like, why didn't you, like, save our brother? But Jesus, like, when he came there, he already knew. He already had plans, and he already knew that he was going to resurrect Lazarus. Um, And so I think, like, for me, what I realized was that even in the valley, Jesus already knew the plans that he had for me. Like, he already knew that he was going to, like, change my life and build me back up and restore my life. Um, But in that valley, he still sat there with me and, like, cried and dealt with me and like built me back up but the valley is necessary to get to like where you're going like to get to the mountaintop you have to go through the valley and so I think like it's just very important to understand that the valley is temporary but it's definitely necessary you have to go through those hard like tough times because like the tough times is where your faith is built and like your character is strengthened No, that that's mm-hmm. wow. Yeah, that's that's um hilarious because so last year um I wrote um a sermon called "Darkness is not a curse; mm-hmm. it's a season." Mm-hmm. 
Um, and so, like, you, you're talking about the valley, and that, that literally just reminded me of that, that, yeah. I, that December 6th. Oh, wow. uh, because I, I think the, the funny thing about the valley is a lot of people think that the valley is meant to harm. Right. Um, they think that the valley is meant to break mm-hmm. um, them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the realization that God literally had to have me go through um, with my own experience of the valley is it's not much, not, not much of I'm trying to break you. Right. But it was more so Equipment. I have you. Yeah. 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 Like I have you in a place mm-hmm. where the only way to get out. Yeah. Is to literally. Literally. <laughs> lean and depend on me. That's it. Um, what what verse is that? Um, is it Proverbs? Um, trust what? in the Lord with all thy yeah, heart and lean not unto thy own understanding. Yeah, and all, all your ways, ways acknowledge Him, and He will he direct, direct your path. Yeah, that verse. No, literally, was literally my verse, and still is to this day. No, same. But in the valley, mm-hmm. you have nobody. Literally. You can't lean on yourself in the valley. Like, <laughs> no, literally. And it's, it's, it's like, it gets to a point to where it's like, yeah, you can continue to try to lean on yourself and you can continue to try to dig your way or pull yourself out of the valley. Mm-hmm. But the more you pull, yeah, the more you fall. Literally, that's good. And it's, it's like that valley is literally meant for him mm-hmm. to like, I'm now about to equip you with everything that you need. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I think for for me, it was more so of, yes, I'm going to equip you. Mm-hmm. But not only am I going to equip you, but I, I also need you to realize who exactly I am. Mm, that's good. Like, you know, and I think that's that's one of those areas that a lot of us struggle with is definitely we talk about we know who God is. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. do we really know who he is? Right. Like because yeah, we, we can say in church like, oh, he's the great I am. <laughs> he's a provider, he's a protector, mm-hmm. like he's Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah mm-hmm. Rover. Like yeah. Yeah, that's cute. Until it's actually time to live it. <laughs> to to live, yo, like yeah. it's like it's yeah. Oh, oh, girl, you know who that is? Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll see you. <laughs> oh boy, you know how to step. Okay, mm-hmm. but then when it comes time for you to live that thing out, it's like, hold on, yeah. wait a minute. No, now, you said he was this, but I you know. trying to do your own thing, and it's hold on, wait, what was you doing? You was just trying to look cute. <laughs> you was a, okay. You was play in 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 the words of um Money Mike on Friday. You was play <laughs> That that's okay. I see. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. But yeah, and and like the valley is literally that place to where and I I've, 
again, I've wrote, written so many sermons, but like I've literally wrote a sermon on, um, it's called em- Embrace the Journey. Mm-hmm. That journey is going through the valley. Absolutely. Because some people just want to get to that final right. place. Yeah, that, that, yeah. that, they want to hit that mountaintop and they just want God to just put them on that mountaintop. But it's like, mm-hmm. bro. You mm-hmm. didn't go anything, you mm-hmm. didn't go through anything to even maintain exactly. whatever it is is at the top of that mountain. Exactly. So if God and if God was to literally just pluck you up and put you on a mountain, now you have you, everything that you asked for. Right. But how are but you, you going to maintain, maintain it? it? Yes. Like because you're not equipped. Exactly. Like that mountaintop is literally going to break you. Yeah, it's, literally. It's going to bring you right back down to the exactly. valley. Exactly. Yep, exactly. But then once you hit that valley, now, unfortunately, like that's when, oh my God, I can't believe I lost everything. <laughs> no, for like, real. Seriously. And it, it's like, I lost everything. I can't yep. believe it. Oh my God. Yep. And depression sets in. Yep. Anxiety starts to um, yep. set in. Literally. Um, suicidal thoughts. Literally. To, um, and it's it's like all because mm-hmm. you didn't go through that valley, like you yeah. didn't embrace the journey. And I think the funny thing for me, and I I don't know if the same is true for you, but like it's been times, again being transparent, even now mm-hmm. in some areas, like I'm in the valley, mm-hmm. but I'm realizing like yo, I'm in the same. I'm in the valley for the same reason because there was a lesson that I did not Didn't learn, learn the yeah, first, first time. time. Yes. And so now it's like, all right, look, I ain't gonna try to rush this. Like I'm being real intentional this time on mm-hmm. trying to, you know, figure out that that lesson because it's like, dog, I don't want to keep getting put in the same place. For sure. Like it's as as us old folk call it that yeah. <laughs> definitely old folk <laughs> for sure <laughs> yo that that's wow that's crazy it, it really be your own people <laughs> your own people so now in your opinion what are quote unquote perks of dating or courting a single mother that men don't realize because I personally feel like single mothers have a lot of I quote unquote perks. Mm-hmm. And what let me specify this. What I mean by perks is like I mean like traits mm-hmm. that realistically I believe that men look for in a wife. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Like, what what would those Traits be. I, I should have said traits first. So I apologize. What, oh no, you did. What what are um what are traits mm-hmm. you know that single mothers carry that men don't realize? Yeah, for sure. Um I would just say I know one of them obviously is gonna be strength. So a lot of single mothers honestly have the same story as myself. Like obviously we have our own individual story, but we pretty much went through the same thing whether it was like dealing with their father and they didn't treat us the best or whatever whatever the reason was we all had our valley stage where we were just down and we had to lean on God and that was just it and so I feel like 
when you reach that point of desperation, you have that personal relationship with like Christ now, um, everything is just strengthened for you. So I feel like we have that um, just like strength and like that determination and we're just not going to give up. Like we have a child now, but at the end of the day, like we now have our strength and like Christ is within us. And we know, like, we know our strength now, like we know our strength now. And so I feel like that's definitely um, a, a trait, I guess, um, that we have. And then as well as just like, I feel like being a mother, like now we know what it's like to be a mother. So if we go into um, starting a family or a marriage, um, we know what it's like to be a mother and we know what it's like to um, care for a child and care for a household because we're already doing it on our own. So we're already, you know, taking care of a child, getting them dressed for school, cooking for them, you know, just whatever, like all of that, what it takes to be a mom, like we're already doing all of those things. So I feel like that's something that can like we can bring into like a marriage um and then also just like like faith you know for a spouse or for a child or or for whatever we have that solid foundation of faith because we've already went through so much prior like we have that faith that we can like bring into the relationship like to like obviously pray over our husband or pray over our children or pray over whoever like we have that solid foundation of faith that we can stand on now mm. so now let's go deep into that question. Mm-hmm. What are some intangible things? No, let's spice it up. What are three tangible and intangible things? Mm-hmm. Because me personally, one one of my things would be, you know, a trait that a single mother possess is attention to detail. Mm-hmm. Because there's a child now in the picture. Absolutely. And you have to be more attentive. For sure. To literally everything, like even to like the smallest little toy piece. No, literally. That's on the floor <laughs> because if they consume it now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that that would be one for me. So, like, what 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 would be three tangible and intangible things? That's um, six things. You. <laughs> I mean, um, I feel I feel like it's a long list. Like, with either side. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. Um... Okay, so yeah, like you said, like paying attention to detail or like I feel like um like listening skills are better as well. I don't want to say better, but are good as well because obviously we have to listen to our child. We have to listen to um their needs. We have to understand their needs. I feel like vulnerability is one of them as well. Um and just like being open, like you have to be vulnerable with your child and vulnerable just in general. Um, because us as parents, we have hard days as well. So like we go to work. I was going to work and going to school full time and then having to come home and be a mother. And so there's days where I'm just kind of like, like, hey, Miles, like, I'm sorry, like, I'm not feeling the best right now. And just like being vulnerable and transparent with your child and then also them being vulnerable and transparent with us as well. So I think vulnerability is a big one as well. Um, um, honesty, obviously, as well. Um, those are intangible. So what's an example of tangible? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't see? Know, I ain't gonna, see? I ain't gonna lie. I'm so I'm I'm low key a 
as they say, a fat kid at heart, so I love to eat. So in my head, like a tangible thing would be like the refrigerator's gonna have some food. In okay, it, you I know see. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I see. I see. Um, well, then, yeah, I mean, like, just cooking, and then I feel like just, like, just doing things around the house, right, so you have, like I said, you have a child now, so you have to take care of things, so obviously, like, doing things around the house, making sure that their laundry's done, making sure that they have breakfast in the morning, they have dinner at night, um, making sure their homework is done, like, like you are saying, everything is just, like, more so intentional, but, um, I feel like, yeah, everything is amplified with single mothers we have to we have to do everything now so we're, we're taking care of the whole household with a single mother like we do everything um because we don't have like a man in the house like so we do everything so we're cooking for them we're cleaning for them we're making sure they're in bed we're helping them with their homework um just everything it's everything mm. so you just said something interesting mm-hmm. we're doing everything mm-hmm What is, what's the degree of difficulty when a single mother Mm -hmm. decides to get back into the dating pool? Mm. (laughs) Um, that's a good question. It definitely, I feel like it, it definitely depends. So obviously with me saying all of that stuff, um, we would need to be looking for a man that can like do all that stuff as well. Otherwise it becomes kind of complicated, right? Because the man is going to want to be the man of the house, but we've already taken on that role of doing everything. So if they're not equipped or willing to step in and do those things as well, not to take over everything, but you know, just help us or guide us or lead us and be that man of the house. Like if they're not willing or equipped to do that, then it kind of just creates like a weird, awkward space. Like, okay, like, do you want me to continue doing everything? Or like, <laughs> like, what do you want? <laughs> like, what do you want to do here? Like, <laughs> what? Do, like, what's going on? So like, it just, I feel like obviously communication has to be a big factor, but definitely the first thing is like knowing what you're getting like yourself into, like making sure like that man knows what he's getting into as well um but there has to be space for a man to be a man at the end of the day and so he should be able to lead the household and a woman should be able to like allow him to lead the household but the man has to want to lead the household so i think it's just (laughs) i think it's just um both parts have to like both people have to do their part i think you touched on something Mm -hmm. I think it goes far beyond a man wanting to lead the household. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, so, and this is my opinion, I feel Mm -hmm. like any man that is considering dating and recording Mm -hmm. a woman, a single mother, his heart has to be in the right place. For sure. Because it's not like that's not a, a situation for the week. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's not something just anybody can hop in and and you know what I'm saying? It just be like the perfect right thing, you know, like you gotta take into account and th- this is me personally, like mm-hmm. and again, I'm old, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like and in my head it, it was like 
it'll be if I'm in that scenario. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, like you know, all right, it's cool, you know, talking to you, getting to know you. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we need to have a a sit down meeting mm-hmm. with the child's dad. Okay, of course. You know, yeah, like. Whereas I feel like nowadays some dudes don't even think about that because they're prideful. Yeah. Their pride gets in the way. For sure. And so the situation becomes less about the child and mm-hmm. more about, well, this is my girl. You know oh, what I'm saying? Good. Like and so like Yeah. I yeah, I, I don't know. It takes a level of seriousness, yeah. Cause a lot of times maybe like obviously like the guy would j- is only thinking about like, okay, I just want to get with this girl, but the girl comes with the child or like the child comes with the girl or the woman, whatever. So definitely I feel like you have to take steps on like being intentional. So yeah, like, like you said, like sitting down with the father, because if you do see yourself being with this person in the future, they will also be there. And so I think it is important to take steps like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Let's see. Where, where we at with it? Okay. The last question. <clears throat> what steps as a community can mm. we take to uplift and support single mothers in your mm-hmm. opinion? And that being from, and when I say community, like society and also from the church, church. aspect. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of churches nowadays don't support right um, single mothers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Definitely. from your opinion, what are steps we can take to uplift single mothers? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think for sure it's just like taking the time to understand. I think understanding is a big a big factor so like you just look at someone and they have like I said like I was saying at the beginning you you look at me and because I have a child you're thinking that maybe I was promiscuous or like just doing things you know I wasn't supposed to be doing um but you you never know like with a single mother you have absolutely no idea what what happened in that situation right and regardless to what happened in that situation like I said we've all fallen short so just because I have a child what makes me so different than you right and so I feel like single mothers again we get looked at and talked about and whatever because for whatever reason but we have all sinned so I feel like it takes a lot of understanding and just like truly like if you're calling yourself a follower of Christ like truly being Christ-like like yes I was sinning yes I sinned but I've moved forward and even if I even if I haven't moved forward yet I feel like we still need to have that understanding and compassion the same way that Christ loves us in the same way that Christ forgave you for your sins. We need to look at someone else in that exact same light um, and just have that grace, like just have that grace. Um, So I think definitely, yeah, I think that's a big, a big part for success, for society and for the church, especially the church, like especially the church. So the church is a place where broken people go, not for perfect people. So like, like a single mom may be coming to church because she just wants 
God's presence. Like maybe she wants to turn her life around, but because she's getting stared at and getting these side eyes, now it's making her feel uncomfortable and making her feel like she's not welcome when all she's going there is to seek God's face. Like she wants to get better. She doesn't want to continue living this life of sin. So I feel like mm-hmm. as the church specifically, we need to be more welcoming and understanding. Like these people are here to get better. Like they don't, they're here because they're trying, they're trying. Like maybe they had a bad past, but they want to get better. So like, just open your arms to them and like understand like we have all sinned and they're no different than me, you know. And, and you know, and, and, and I agree because mm-hmm. I'm gonna say it and I might get backlash, <laughs> but, but I don't care. Say it now. <laughs> it's what it is. Some of these people been in the church for about 30, 40, 50 plus years, mm-hmm. and they still going around sleeping Uh-oh. with the pastor. Uh-oh. Pastor sleeping with 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 um with evangelist um Johnson or, and, and 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 mother mother May and, and, and Deacon and De- Deacon Ray over there messing around with Sister Shirley. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like and and I, I say that jokingly, but like on the serious side, it's like I feel like the church mm-hmm. has the most judgiest Christians. For sure. And it's like, yo, like, we're all supposed to be mm-hmm. Christian and, and walking this thing out. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yo, if you see that somebody's having a hard time with something right. you don't agree with, mm-hmm. pull that person aside. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Talk to that person mm-hmm. and try to understand where that person is is, is coming from, like the, that person's mindset, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And above all things, mm-hmm. before you judge somebody else, take that Come law on, about your own. Come life. on. <laughs> Come on. And because it 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 I I don't know. Like no, I think it also just oh go ahead. Oh no, you you good? No, I I was gonna say I think it also goes back to just like I guess heart posture or just like checking yourself because okay it's it's quick and easy to do a side eye, like a side eye at somebody or look them up and down but like like examine yourself and like why wouldn't you give them a hug instead of side eyeing them or why wouldn't you like hey do you need anything can I pray for you like like why is there more like negative I guess like tones toward maybe single mothers in the church instead of like <clears throat> instead of like is there anything I can do for you how are you can I pray for you do you need anything from me like I feel like no one goes out of their way to like let me not say no one but goes out of their way to reach out and truly check on us and like see like are we okay it's more so like oh mm they sin like mm like mm-mm. yeah it's, it's just more so kind of negative connotation yeah, and, and that that even took me to John eight verse mm-hmm. seven. Uh, I mean, from from the NLT, it says the title is "A Woman Caught in Adultery." Mm-hmm. Jesus is speaking. It says they kept demanding an answer, so he stood up again and said, "All right, but let the one who has never sinned throw mm-hmm. the first stone." Mm-hmm. Then he stooped down again and wrote in the dust. Mm-hmm. 
When the accusers heard this, they slipped away one by one, beginning with the oldest until only Jesus was left in the middle of the crowd with the woman. Mm -hmm. Jesus stood up again and said to the woman, where are your accusers? Didn't even one of them condemn you? Mm -hmm. She said, no, Lord, she said. And Jesus said, neither do I. Go mm -hmm. and sin no more. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. and I I think that's that's one of the, the biggest things with the church is the same people that are trying to condemn sing and, and not not even just in church, right. society as well. Right. The very ones that are trying to condemn single mothers. Right. Right. Are the same ones that Jesus is literally telling, mm. all right, but let the one who has never sinned throw mm -hmm. the first stone. Mm -hmm. And the reality is, you know, I, I think just just like with a lot of other like if, if we gonna keep it a stack, let's let's really talk about it. Like mm -hmm. just with a lot of other sins, like people have certain sins. That yes. they hold to a higher, higher standard yes. than others. And it's like, bro, yeah. he doesn't care if exactly. you went out and just murdered somebody. Yeah. He don't care if you done lay with this person. He don't care if you done yeah. had a baby. Yeah. Like, a sin is a sin. Exactly. Period. Exactly. Neither sin is greater exactly. than the other. They're yeah. all on the same equal playing field. Yeah, Exactly. But it's like you have those individuals right. that... I literally they, look at... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it, it, it's like because it makes them feel no as if... Okay, the, well, well, I didn't I didn't go out have a, and, and have a baby, so yeah. I'm I'm better than that. No, mm -hmm. Negro, you just didn't get caught up that one right, time. Right, right, right. Like, let's talk about it. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, I... I, I'm not going around and sleeping with people. No, Negro, you just haven't got caught yet. Right. That's all it is. That's all it is. <laughs> so so it's like, yo, let, let's call a spade a spade. And it, right. it's, it's it's sad. Yeah. And, and and again, like, you know, I know some of these things are like in a the quote unquote in the perfect world. Mm -hmm. But it's like at, at what point do us as Christians actually not only use the Bible to our convenience. Mm, cherry picking. It literally. Mm -hmm. Like I oh my goodness. I, I genuinely dislike and I, I pray for the individuals that really only use scriptures to hurt mm. themselves. And I, I, I want I want people to really understand this when I say say this. I I genuinely dislike when people really only use scripture to make them feel comfortable in the sin that they're living in. Mm. Because you have some people that will literally go and pick out scriptures <laughs> that makes them feel comfortable in the sin that they're in, yet it can yet that same Ooh. scripture condemns somebody else. Right. But it's like, okay, well, now if that's the game we're playing. Okay, well, you want to use this scripture to make you comfortable in your sin in which 
the scriptures is never going to make you comfortable in your your sin. Right. But you're twisting it and giving it a worldly perspective, mm. which is why you're thinking <laughs> that is making you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and so it's like, okay, well, now let me give you the real context to that scripture. Mm-hmm. But then when they hear that, it's well, aren't you supposed to be a Christian? Christians don't judge and doesn't. No, 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 no. Right, 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 right. What were you just doing? Right. So it's cool when you do it, but it's, it's a problem, a problem when, I when I do it. <laughs> like what? Like no, that's man. yeah, that's facts. That's facts. They, they don't, man. They don't want to talk about it. They don't. They don't. They they really don't want to talk about <laughs> it. I just want to personally say thank you for taking the time <laughs> to literally have what I feel is a much needed conversation and even just assisting with getting the conversation started. Mm-hmm. Uh, any closing comments from you? Um. No, I guess just for like the single mothers, if you're going through a child right now, if you're going through the season of like um, loneliness or if you're in the valley, um, it's definitely just a season. But just knowing that season, like to concentrate on what God is having you like concentrate on, like don't worry about being lonely. Don't worry about being like single. Don't worry about whatever it is you're worrying about. Just focus on and fix your eyes on Jesus and like what he's like trying to do through you. Like he's trying to do a new thing in you. And, like, you may be broken, but like I said earlier, like, he's breaking you so that he can build a new you. You're going through the valley. You're going through everything that you're going through for a reason. And there's a purpose for your pain. Like, all this will be a story one day. And, like, it'll be for God's glory at the end of the day. My God. (laughs) Look at that. And, look, without further ado, look, y'all, please be sure to follow Sydney <laughs> on Instagram. Her name is, I mean, you just spell it S I D N E Power. P O W E R. Also, huh? Nothing. Also, y'all, go subscribe to her YouTube channel. Um, If you type in Sydney Power, Again, S I D N E P O W E R. Um, it'll pop up. Light skin, got all this hair. Like literally, she has a mane. Like, and it's just all curly. It's mm-hmm. lit. Mm-hmm. Um, she actually just uploaded her testimony mm-hmm. video on there. So y'all, please, please, please go check it out. Go like, comment, and subscribe. Girl, I sound like a YouTuber. That you do, you do. <laughs> yo, Check you out. <laughs> yo, for real. Look, go like, comment, and subscribe. Um, and again, make sure you follow us on Instagram at underscore cave, underscore talk, underscore podcast. Mm-hmm. And until next time. Grace Apparel. Oh. <laughs> also. Make sure y'all follow Grace Apparel 
on Instagram as well. Um, and yeah. Um, but until next time, may God bless and keep you.